And uh, we have a few topics today. There's a lot of sports, uh, sports news that we got to get to. Um, the first topic that we wanted to touch on was the, um, the Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James chatter that's going on right now. Well, it's not necessarily chatter. We don't know. We just, we're, we're listening to what Stephen A. has came out and said Kawhi Leonard has suggested or uh, I guess told one of his friends or someone close to him that uh, tell LeBron to stop being scared to guard me. Um, first off, when I hear that, it's funny, but at the same time, I mean, he does get the best of the Lakers when they play each other. Um, so, I mean, if, 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 I'm, if I'm paying attention to it, I think it's a little petty, to be honest, because, I mean, LeBron is, is 35 and kind of in his last, you know, years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not really in a predicament to – you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not in that predicament to really, you know, be able to play the way he wants played. Um, now, even though he's LeBron, everybody thinks he's like an alien, so we expect him to really be ready to go regardless. But, you know, I think with this, if, if this was what was said, this would probably be something that might just get them beat in the playoffs. Um you know, one thing about LeBron, he likes to play with a chip on his shoulder. So you're saying this to LeBron before the conference finals, which is literally in what? The conference finals are January, February, March, April, May, June. So you guys have about four, five, maybe six months until the conference finals. And this is the stuff that you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's not really a good look. And I honestly feel like, you know, maybe um, – Obviously, Kawhi's going to backtrack on it because they're going to ask him eventually in his next press conference. It's going to come up. He might he might pass by the question, might tell people not to ask him that question or whatever the case may be, but people are going to ask. So it's going to come out eventually. But like I said, they did back it up and say that um, someone from his camp said that that is not true. So, I mean, like I said, we're I'm just speaking from what Stephen A. Smith says. He seems to be the top-notch journalist in the game right now. So this is what he heard. What are your thoughts on that jetpack? Uh, so I actually just seen this too. Um, what, what I had just seen with Lou Williams had came out and said that that was cat. You know that Stephen A. Smith was lying. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm not really sure whether Kawhi said it or not. If I, if I was a okay. better man, I would say Kawhi probably didn't say it because Kawhi doesn't say anything. At least, yeah. <laughs> at least from what we know, yeah, especially especially on that kind, like, on that kind of level where. You know, it comes to, you know, competitive talk. Like, you don't really hear him talk or see him talk while they're on the court, and especially off the court, he doesn't talk. So I wouldn't expect Kawhi Leonard to say nothing like that, especially to LeBron James. I, I personally think that that's, you know, just some hype and that's, that's you know, some, some media upstart kind of stuff, just trying to start up some, you know, some, some trouble or you know, for the NBA. And I don't really believe it if you was asking me. But if he did say it, if I'm LeBron, I'm 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 taking that a little personal. And next time I play the Clippers, I, I'm I'm looking to go for fifty. Absolutely, that's what I. That's the whole point of I guess Stephen A. Well, Stephen A. Obviously wants this to be like a booster for LeBron, you know, just to get it in his brain. You know, maybe there are some people over there that are saying this. We really don't know until Kawhi comes out and says he didn't say that. Lou Williams Which can talk. Want. Lou Williams can talk and say all he wants, but unless Kawhi comes out and says that he never said that then this is what Kawhi said. Um, 
now when the once the Western Conference Finals do start, I've already I've already given everybody my pick. I've already said the LA Clippers are going to be the team that's going to beat uh, beat the Lakers. I'm going to stand by that. Um, like okay. I said, this is just going to be a momentum booster for LeBron and the Lakers. Um, obviously, when you hear this, you, as, even if you're a teammate of his, you want to go out and bust their tail when you play him every time. Um, like I said, they can have the motivation and drive, but do I think they're going to be able to, to you know, do it? No. <laughs> I mean, this is just for me looking at what they have and what they've presented to us over these past few months. They are, they are a really good team. But I, I don't think they will be able to keep up with the L.A. Clippers for, for, for a, a full series. And I honestly might pick the Clippers to win maybe like 3-1 in the series. Like this is how big I'm, I'm on the Clippers with beating the Lakers in the conference finals. Um, and and this, is not, this is not saying the Lakers aren't a good team. The L.A. Clippers are just better. They're a way better team. They have more, they have more uh, what is it, more weapons in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think AD is very limited to a certain extent. He's very he's tall. So? Yes, he's very tall, and he's limited to a certain extent when you put a body on Um, Whenever Montreal and, – and my thing is you're playing against Mont- uh, Montreal, uh, Harris, and those guys on the inside, it shouldn't even be as hard for you to score because those guys aren't even – they don't even have the, uh, you know, the upside that AD has. So – it's, it's surprising me every time they played them, he's only been able to score like 20 points. I mean, he should really be putting up 40 points on this team, like literally. I think he should be putting up 40 points because I don't think they have a, a person that can match up with him in the inside. So I'm absolutely, again, saying that they they have, they have they can, they can, they can honestly pull out a few wins, but I just, I just don't think they're going to be able to do it for the, for the whole series. I'm sorry. Um, you know, no, I mean, I, you you know I'm a Lakers fan, so yeah. <laughs> I'm ro- I'm rolling I'm rolling with my boys. I mean, I can't really I'm I can't really see the Clippers beating the Lakers in in the in a seven game series. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you got the Clippers winning four one. I don't really know about <laughs> all that. I mean, as 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 much as I as much as I respect Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers as a team, I just I just don't see it. I don't, I don't see them having enough. To, to really deal with Kawhi, I mean not Kawhi, and uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis on on a, on like on a night to night basis, you know, especially in a seven game series, I don't I don't see them having enough. LeBron, I mean, that playoff LeBron is a real thing. That's a real thing. We've seen playoff LeBron plenty of times, and playoff LeBron sometimes does not show up in games. When you're playing, listen, when he's playing these guys in these in this season, this is really how they're going to look in the playoffs. I don't know why people think it's going to be any different. It's just not going to be any different from what LeBron is going to show us in the playoffs. He gave us, we gave him two. They had what two games where these guys have not showed up in neither game. Really. Neither game, and y'all think that's easily just gonna change when the playoffs start? It's gonna be the same it, as that. It might. I mean, it yeah, might. Look, Le- Le- LeBron is known like over. I'll say over like the last five years or so. LeBron has been known to take his foot off the gas on the regular season, and then average forty in the playoffs. Like LeBron has been known to do that, so I don't see why this year would be any different. And, if if, if you ask me, I think LeBron has a lot, like a lot more in the tank as far as this season is concerned, and he's saving a lot of that for the playoffs, especially for the Clippers. That's fine. If he can save all he wants, but I don't think they're going to be able to beat this team at all. I think 
And you said weapons. I don't see what weapons the Lakers have other than AD and LeBron, and that's why they're going to get beat because you can't have just two weapons when you're going to be just a team that literally has five weapons on the floor. Not only do they have Paul George and Kawhi, they have Lou Williams coming off the bench. They have Montrez, uh, Montrez, uh, Harris coming off Montrez the bench. Montrez Yeah, Harold coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. They have these. They have these weapons that are going to easily stumble what they have. You can't just have AD and LeBron. And, and my thing is, too, you have Danny Green who shoots threes. He's not consistent, though. That's the issue with Danny Green. He's not consistent. They put him as a starter. He's not consistent. Then you have Kyle Kuzma. He's not consistent. That's another issue that they sure, have. Kyle Kuzma might have, be out of there soon. Yeah, absolutely. He might definitely be out of there soon. They might get somebody better in his place. But what I'm saying right now is, right now, the – L.A. Clippers have more weapons than they have, even with LeBron and A.D., and that's really scary. I don't know about that, though, honestly. Well, this is the thing. This I think the Lakers got more weapons. Kawhi Leonard is still the best player in the world. I don't you know think why, so? I don't, I, yeah, I don't know why people. I don't know why people are giving this a, a, hard, a hard decision in, in, in conversation. He's still the best player until no somebody dethrones him. This is the same guy. This is the same guy that took the Toronto Raptors to the championship game and beat. Yes, he uh, did. Yes, they beat and a Warriors beat, team. And, they and beat a, a broken man Warriors team without the best player in the world on the floor and, in and Kevin Durant. And that's who is totally the best fine. But again, he will continue to be the best player until he's dethroned, and he's. I don't think he will be dethroned this year. All the Lakers fans can, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're a Lakers fan. I know a lot of people that are Lakers fans. But I've said this from the beginning of the year. When I seen the L.A. Clippers play, I said, this is going to be the team. I don't care what they're doing this season. They can sit out every game in the season. When that team gets together and all of them are together on the floor and they have all their players, nobody's going to be able to beat them. Their defense is like, their defense, when they really get sync in, is unstoppable. And it's not, it's not going to be – and that's the issue that I don't think people realize is that when LeBron gets an A1 defensive team playing against him, like that year when he played against the Spurs and they beat him, or that mm-hmm. year when he played against the Mavericks and they got beat, you know, like every time he plays against a really, really good defensive team, we don't see the same LeBron that we would have seen, oh, when he played the Warriors that year when he was really like the like a maniac on the floor and he was really playing by himself. We don't see that. Well, we're, we're probably not going to see that LeBron again because he's 35 years old. He's not the young guy that he once was. And that's what people need to understand. That's what people need to understand. But I don't fully like agree with that, though, this is, this honestly. Is, look, this is an opinion-based thing. So, honestly, we don't know what's going to happen. All I'm saying is this Clippers team is the real deal, and I really don't see another team in the Western Conference being able to beat them. Honestly, another team that I'm really looking at that would be a potential team to beat uh, the Lakers, maybe the Clippers, but I know they can beat the Rockets. I know they can yeah. beat the Heat and these things, the Mavericks. Nobody's talking about them, but they've already blown out the Lakers in about two games. Oh, <laughs> two and, games. and honestly, they, they, I'm not worried about the Mavericks in the playoffs. Like They're, they're a good regular season team. If when the playoffs come, I'm not too worried about the Mavericks. Okay, that's fine. But, again, they still blow that. They still blow, blew out a, a, a Lakers team twice. No, and yeah. They, no, they, they, they definitely play, did. They play them again But it tonight. counted in the playoffs. It counted a little different in playoffs now. Listen, playoffs, that's, that's the thing. I remember when I was watching the Warriors play, and everybody said, oh, the Warriors – got beat by this team in the playoffs. It's going to be the exact same way. And, I mean, got, kept getting beat by this team in the season. It's going to be the exact same way in the playoffs. Don't change it up now. 
the way that you're playing a team in the season is getting you prepared for when you play them in the playoffs. Whether you're going to add, whether you're going to add other players, or rather, look, we know this Clippers team is this Clippers team. They're not going to add no other players more than likely. If the Lakers go out and get another player to, to cover Kyle Kuzma, then fine. If they get a better score, then they'll be a, a, a different dynamic team. Because right now they only have two scores in my eyes that are consistent, and that's AD and LeBron. And you will not be able to beat not no team. You won't be able to beat the LA Clippers with just two guys, your main guys being the only guys that can put up points and be consistent. It's it's not going to happen. Because when you got Lou Williams and you got Montrez coming off the bench, those guys putting up, you know, Lou Williams can put up literally 25 one night. You got mm-hmm. Harris, who's Carroll, who can put up at least that same amount. Then you got Kawhi, who's putting up, put up 35 the last time they played the Lakers. I mean, it's and then you got Paul George. I mean, Paul George is one of the Best power, what, what, is he shooting for a power forward? Yeah, he's one of the best small forwards in the game. I mean, I I, I look at this team and I'm saying to myself, if y'all think y'all could beat this team, then fine. But obviously it's going to come down to what's going to happen when the playoffs start. But all I'm saying is I don't see them being able to do it. This is why they keep getting beaten in the the regular season because they're not a better team than them. I I don't see it. And then you can't stop a while on top of that, and that's going to be another issue because this is not the Kawhi playing with the Toronto Raptors roster. This is Kawhi playing with another all-star in Paul George, playing with Lou Williams, who might make the all-star team this year, playing with Harold, who's playing really well. They have weapons, and then they have other guys coming off the bench. Um, that's this guy's name. Uh, uh, he, he, he's been playing, for, playing with them for a while. Um, his last name, I, I, can't, I can't remember his last name. Mm. But I'm trying to think. He, they, they they got a good squad. They got Shamit. They got Zubac. They got they got a nice little yeah, squad. Yeah, yeah, and they have a, they have other guys that can put up points. So it's just like, you know, I'm not I'm not bashing the Lakers. I just don't think they have it. They're not gonna. I don't I don't see them being able to beat this team. And like I said, you everybody could bookmark this episode. I could be wrong. You know, we get to the playoffs and they might beat them. We I don't know because like you said, LeBron might hear what Kawhi said and he might. Well, allegedly said he might hear what he said and might want to step it up a bit. But right now, with, with my with what I what I believe, I don't think they will be able to beat this team. But we will have to see in the playoffs, like you said. No, you're right. I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I don't I don't have no I, I don't have no worries about the Lakers mm-hmm. in the playoffs at all. I I know LeBron and AD is gonna come with it. The Lakers as a whole, they're gonna come with it. Yeah. The the last thing I'm worried about is the Clippers. Obviously, that's the last thing I'm worried about. All right. Well, uh, we have our next topic, um, and we're gonna speak a little bit about this whole um, uh, coaches in the NFL. It's been a lack of black coaches, minority coaches. Uh, so right now there are only four minority coaches in the NFL that are coaching right now, um, and apparently there have been coaches that have that have came in from college teams who weren't winning and weren't doing well, who are getting jobs over qualified black coaches who have actually played fe- uh, played seasons in the NFL, and a lot of the a lot of the uh, journalists are speaking about it. A lot of the journalists and, and top notch. Um, journal, uh, journalists on ESPN are speaking about it, especially the black one. Stephen A. Smith was the mm-hmm. first one who I heard speak about it. 
But, I mean, I don't know why people don't. I don't know why this is such a surprise. It's the NFL. I, I've already expressed my dislike, uh, expressed my big dislike for the NFL, not being a fan of the NFL. I only really support the black quarterbacks, no disrespect. But, I mean, I like the game of I like the game of, of football, but it's so hard to um, to support a league where they are okay with sexual uh, assault, rape, abuse towards women. Um, you know, then on top of that, you got racist owners. I mean, you got guys, you got people that are that'll give a, a guy who uh, you know ran over a, a, ran over somebody a job before they gave yeah, they give cap a job. You know, it's just mm-hmm. weird stuff that I hear. And I'm just like, you know, do I really want to support this league? No. I will probably stick to supporting the NBA, which who I like, I love hoops. I used to play college basketball, so I love hoops. It's not this is not just something that, you know, I I I was born with it. Like I just love basketball and like NFL to me, I like the game, but it's so hard to support those men in that league, to be honest. Um, and it's so hard to support an organization that represents what they represent because right now the NFL represents a lot of, you know, just a lot of bad stuff, you know. And and, and I like the whole list of what I just said. I think the biggest thing is the fact that it's, it's things that shouldn't be okay that are okay. Like in the NBA, if if you if you hear a guy get a domestic violence charge, that kicked out that kicked out for a, a lot of games, at least about I think. 25 to 30 games, that's a lot. That's a lot out of out, out of a player's play, uh, paycheck. Mm-hmm. You got the you got the NFL where you might do that, and they might do an investigation, but you'll be right back on a team. Like I was so disgusted with the Tyree Kill situation because of how he was treating his uh, mother of his child and what he did to her, and I'm like, yeah, I let this guy back on the team, and then and he's still playing. Like he shouldn't even be he shouldn't even be playing right now. He shouldn't even have gotten back on a team. If you did it for Ray Rice, then you shouldn't allow anybody else to get back on a team. It just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, that's the issue with these leagues. They they they'll do certain things for other players when it when they get a certain such amount of attention. But say for instance, a guy does something right now and nobody talks about it. Oh, they'll let him back on because nobody heard about it and it's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to them. It tells you a lot about the integrity and what they believe there. Usually when you see stuff like that happening, it's people in higher-up positions that are doing the same stuff, and they don't give a damn about it. So that's why it's so hard to represent. Uh, that's why it's so hard to uh, show love to the NFL. But like I said, this year, with it being so many black quarterbacks playing, I'm going to really root for a lot of them. And that's pretty much where I ended at. You know, I was rooting for Tom Brady. He lost. He's out now. Now I'm rooting for Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, um, Deshaun Watson. Um, who else is in? Uh, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. You know, I'm rooting for those guys. I want to see them win, and that's about it. I can't, like I said, I don't, I can't root for, I can't go extremely hard for a league where I know it's just really no love there, especially for black, for for black people. You get what I'm saying? Unless you yeah. play for them, you know, that's the thing. Unless you're a player. And you're playing on the league now, and you don't give a damn about the players either. They don't care about them either. But maybe they'll be a, they'll care a little more just because you're out there playing and you know being you know, being a slave for for what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. So. No, nah, you know, to, to, so to to piggyback off of what you said, just pertaining to the part where 
you don't see a lot of a, a lot of black or minority coaches or black or minority executives or owners in the NFL. That's a problem. Like that, that's a serious problem, especially for the fact that they have the Rooney Rule like in place. The Rooney Rule is 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 broken at this point. Like the, it, I, I think from from what I from what I've read, I think the Rooney Rule is a policy that allows uh, teams to just interview. Ethnic, ethnically minority candidates, you know, like coaches or executives or whatever the case, but that doesn't mean that they got to hire them. So, like, it's kind of like a loophole with this rule. Like, it's, it's a pointless rule. Like, it's, it's just a rule to say, oh, we got to interview black people or minorities, but we don't got to hire them. And you're seeing a lot of that. Like, you know, with the, with the Cowboys, you know, hiring Mike McCarthy, like they 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 hired him right away. They I don't I don't recall them interviewing any minority coaches. Uh, the the guy from New England, the guy I, th- I think his name is Joe Judge. He just got hired for for the uh, the Giants job. Like I don't even know who that dude is. <laughs> right. Like that's like it, it's crazy to 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 think that it's so many you know black and minority uh, people that have the qualifications for these jobs and they don't get them. Like yeah. I, it, it really blows my mind. Yeah, it's. Uh... It's like I said, it's a big topic right now. But I, I, I'm not surprised with the NFL. I can't be snobby. If this was the NBA, I would be like, "What in the world?" But then you would have players that would be speaking out on it. You know, you would have like the NBA guys are just so different than these NFL dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just mm-hmm. different. You know, like they have they they talk more. They're a little more out there. They're not. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't. If if this was really happening in the NBA. There would be men like LeBron, CP3, even Dwayne Wade. These guys would be coming out speaking about it. Um, and the NBA has just changed so many ways. Like they have Becky Hammond as a, a coach, assistant coach right now with the Spurs. Um, I remember doing a report where there is now what four women right now that are that are like you know I, I think they have um, uh, she plays for Duke. Uh, I forgot her name. She was one of the. Uh, she she's a guard who played for Duke, but she's now um, a coach for the. Uh, she's a training coach for the. Uh, for the Detroit Pistons. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so uh, it's like you know they they hire these, these WNBA women who you know obviously they don't get paid a, a whole lot playing in the WNBA, but just to be able to have a job coaching or doing what you're doing and still have it pertain to basketball is pretty ideal for a hooper. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're making money to just be involved with hoops. Like, you know, and then you're, in the, you're involved in the NBA. So it's like, you know, that's pretty awesome. So I think the NBA is just to really become one of the best sport, like really the best sport in the world, in my opinion. Uh, it really has. And and they and they're changing. They're doing stuff so much differently now. Like they're giving women opportunities. You don't you don't see that in the NFL. And that's what I, that's what I mean by it shows you a lot about what the NFL believes. It's already they already they're already bad at at certain things like you know punishing the guys for doing dumb stuff. Then they don't even have no women coaching. They don't have, like it's not. It's just it's just a mess. Yeah, the, the like, NFL is BS. The NFL is really a mess. Like I don't understand. I don't. You know, like I I I try to support every now and then, but you know I see little stuff and I'm just like no. 
how long am I going to be able to support him? Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it much longer. And then, you know, it, it, it's just little stuff that piles up. So, um, like I said, I'm not surprised in this whole uh, no black black coaches. I'm not surprised at all. I think this is something, this is the next step for them. This is what they wanted. You already got too many black men playing quarterback right now. You think they want black coaches too? No. Nope. Come on now. You know that's not going to happen. I mean, we we got to be smart. We know we know that these white owners, because they're all white owners, and ain't not one black owner in the NFL. Nope. So we know what these owners' mindset is. Oh, well, you know, you don't want to put too many out, you know, because if you put some out there, they'll be afraid that somebody's going to pick up cats. So it's all just a, it's, it's all just a controlling thing, um, and I'm not surprised at all. That's where I go. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I'm not surprised that this is happening. I knew that it would eventually come down to this. They just want. They just want to control. They want to control every single thing. Everything they can do to control is what they will do. So, minimizing how many black coaches in the NFL is like the first step. Then they're going to start minimizing those black quarterbacks. They're going to start getting them out the way. Jameis Winston. He's next. He's probably not even going to be. The uh, Tampa Bay Bucks back next year. Cam Newton is on his last leg. I mean, it's just a lot going on. It's really a lot going on. I don't yeah, really the know. N- the NFL need to change. Like they, I, I don't but even the, want to talk about the NFL. Is, they, could, they be pissing me off. Right. You could say that the NFL is, it needs to change, and I don't think it's ever going to change until you get those, until you get those white owners. And with their mindset that they have, that slave mindset they have, until you get them out of those seats, this is always going to be like this. It's going to be like this for the next years. It's, it's, it might get worse. It might get worse, but it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay exactly like this. And we don't expect the guys who have been playing football for, their, for their, like their whole lives to stop liking football because they're in a messed right. up league. You know what I'm saying? It's not their fault. They just need to do better. That's just about it. Like, just do better as a as an organization. Like, you know, Roger Goodell, what are you doing? It's him. He's the one that's doing this stuff. He's not doing his job. And this is what I mean by it should be jobs opening up for women. You should be doing stuff like that. You should be trying to figure out, get down to the to the real reason why it's not many black coaches in the NFL coaching right now. You shouldn't be, and he should have came out and said something about this. This is what I mean. Like, they don't care enough. They don't care enough because, again, it's the NFL. You you should never expect them to understand um, it should be a little bit more diverse. You have a, 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 you have an organization that is pretty much filled with black men. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the NFL is what? 60, 65, 30% black men? Yep. I mean, come on. Why do you not have any black coaches? It just doesn't make any sense. So, I mean, they're going to have to figure that out. That's that's about it. Um, next, we've got the games that are happening this weekend. Uh, which game are you most excited about? Oh, you say that again? I said, which game are you most excited about? Um... Oh, definitely the, that that Baltimore Houston game for sure. Yeah, I think Baltimore Houston for sure. Yeah, I think the Baltimore Houston game is going to be good. Um, I also think uh, Pat, Patrick Mahomes is going to be playing against uh, who's he playing against? 
Uh, they play. They they play they Tennessee. Play oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They play Tennessee. Um. So we're gonna go ahead and give our picks. Um. I want you to start off first on your picks for the right, games. Uh, so for, for the for the AFC games, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with Baltimore over Houston. Uh-huh. Uh I, I like that game to be to be pretty close. I, mean, I, I I don't think that that uh. The, the games have changed too much. Like, you know, the games last week were pretty close, you know, but I, I like for these games to be a little close to this being one of them. I, I, I'll say 24-17 Baltimore. Yeah. Um, the other AFC game, I'm, I'm going to pick Kansas City. I like Kansas City to win, to win a little big, probably about 20 points. I like them to win about, about like, 20. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't think of a score, but I like Kansas City in that. Then in the NFC, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with Seattle. Mm-hmm. Seattle. Um, I'm trying to think. The other game stuff. I don't really know. I, 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 I would. I don't even want to make a pick on the on the other game because I, I don't know. <laughs> you, you look at my track record last week. My shit was terrible. <laughs> so, I went one for four. <laughs> well, you, well, you still gotta give. You still gotta give a pick though. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, who, who you think will win that game? Whoever you roll with, I might roll with. You said Seattle next. Yeah, I like. I, no, I like Seattle to win that. I'm talking about the other NFC game. I don't know who won that one. Uh, Minnesota. No, 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 no. Houston and Kansas City. No, no, not not the Houston Kansas City game. Tennessee uh, and Baltimore. NFC. What's the name? Oh, the Vikings and Forty Nine ers. Vikings and Forty Nine ers. Yeah, the Vikings Forty Nine ers. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who won that. Honestly, honestly, that's one of those games where I honestly could care less because you know I'm going for the black quarterback. Oh, so yeah, I, well, yeah, I honestly don't. I honestly do not care, but I will probably want the San Francisco Forty ers to win because I want them to end up playing Baltimore. I, I heard the Forty ers got got big mouths over there. So, are they? Would they end up playing Baltimore, or would uh, another team end up playing them? No, nah, well, well, if the Forty ers win, they, they would have to play the winner between Seattle and Green Bay, and oh, whoever okay, wins okay. that goes to the Super Bowl. Gotcha. Okay, so, um, yeah, I would, I, I would want Forty Nine to win just because, like I said, they got big mouths over there, and I really want to see, um, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, somebody beat them, like Russell Wilson. Like I just want to see somebody beat them because I know when they played us, they was, you know, so much going oh, on. Yeah. But, um, oh yeah, that that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty nasty game. But like I said, I, I want to see them get beat. So. Um, I'm going to go down the list on my picks. Like I said, Minnesota, San Francisco, I'm going to pick the 49ers. Tennessee right. and Baltimore, I already told y'all what it is. I'm going to pick Baltimore for that one. I want to see Lamar Jackson uh, get to the Super Bowl. Um, Houston and Kansas City. I'm definitely going to Kansas City. I'm a big pick, uh, Patrick Mahomes fan. I also like Deshaun Watson, too. That's going to be a really good game to watch because it's two black quarterbacks playing, so it's automatically going to be uh, just one for the books. But, I got to go with Patrick Mahomes. I just feel like he's he's so good, and um, I like watching him play. But, honestly, I wouldn't be upset if either one of them won because you can't lose. Either, you can't lose when one of them, you know what I'm saying, like it's two black quarterbacks. So, if either one of them wins, well, then their team's going, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so I like I said, but my pick would be Kansas City. Um, Seattle and Green Bay. Now, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, but I have to go with Russell Wilson. Um, good choice. Like I said, he's been playing really good. 
I don't think Russell Wilson gets enough credit. That's what upsets me so much because he's so good and he's been so consistent throughout his years playing. Yeah, he has the big contract or whatever, whatever, but they don't talk about him in conversations like they should. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Don't. Like they don't they don't talk about him because of the fact he's a black quarterback. Black quarterbacks always get the end of the stick. Um, they don't get talked about as much. They don't get uh, you know, as much credit. And it is what it is. But this year, since there's so many black quarterbacks in the playoffs, then they're gonna have to give them their credit because I mean Look at how many are there. So, like I said, I'm going for Seattle, um, and hopefully uh, Russell Wilson and the uh, uh, Seahawks can can uh, knock the Packers out. But like I said, Aaron Rodgers is a, is a tough one. So he's a he's a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we really don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, outside of that, I just seen something too where they said the new coach rule uh, for the Panthers declined to mm-hmm. comment on Newton and the quarterback position. So. That lets me know right there they're probably going to let him go. It's very unfortunate. Probably. Um, my thing is he's been your number one guy for these years and you declined to comment. That's so corny to me because you could have easily said something else and just – but to decline to comment really lets me know they have some things already in mind. And when you oh, yeah, these, he's out of there. Yeah, when you bring these new coaches in, I'm going to just be honest, Cam Newton is never the favorite with these people. You know what I'm saying? Like – Cam Newton is so cocky, arrogant. A lot of people don't really – a lot of the coaches have an issue with that, and they speak about it. And, you know, that's why I really hate that he got hurt this year. I really do. I really felt like this would have been his year, and I feel like him getting hurt – I'm not going to say it's a downfall. It might be a, a minor setback because he's going to get back on the team and he's going to be the number one quarterback. But I'm just saying that, you know, I still feel like if he was, if he would have never got hurt, he would still be a Panther. And I don't think Absolutely. he's gonna be. A, I don't think he's gonna be a Panther after uh, after the season. So they should be making moves with that soon because off season is almost on the way. So I hate that for Cam, but it is what it is. I guess it's a business, and you know, it's, it's gonna be a lot of changes next season when, when it comes to the quarterback position. And yeah. so going, you're gonna see a lot, a lot of familiar faces and a lot of new jerseys. Yeah. Um. So that's probably in our podcast. Is there anything left that you want to mention, Jetpack? Nah, um, no, I, I think I think we pretty much covered covered everything. Oh, uh, oh. one thing I, I want to give a shout out to my man Melo for that game winning yesterday. You know, <laughs> oh, my, yeah. my man Melo be out here looking good. You know what I'm saying? Listen, yeah, LeBron. All, all that disrespect y'all had for the for my man Melo, man. Yeah, y'all, he, y'all he respect came, better he be that, that loud too, yeah, man. He, my man Melo out here frying. He came back blazing. That's so crazy that at a point this man wasn't on nobody's team. Like he yeah. he's he's come back red hot. Like he he's really came back and like yo I'm back like I'm here and he's really playing good. Like and I, I saw LeBron put a, a comment on one of the the picks. He's like I guess she was washed too. So yeah, <laughs> you know right, LeBron right, says yeah. washed king and and then now he's saying Melo is washed. Yeah these these guys got years left. They got. They got at least three years left, at least three or two, I'll say. Um, it just depends on whatever team is going to take Melo. Might not be with the Blazers next year, but he'll be with somebody. That's the, the point. Uh, I wouldn't mind the, the Hornets picking him up. Brooklyn Nets should pick him up, honestly. Yes, somebody, should. somebody should pick him up. I wouldn't even mind the Warriors picking him up. He's playing good. So, I mean, that actually would have been a really good pickup for them. I'm surprised Hell they passed yeah. on him. But, um, yeah, I mean. I'm happy for Melo that he's back. He's back out there playing though. He's because he's looking really good. 
Um, so to sign off, I'm going to go ahead and uh, what am I going to say for my sign off? Oh, yeah. Shout out. Um, good luck to Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson in these games uh, this weekend. That's my sign off. Right. I agree with you. Yo, I mean, do I really got to say it? <laughs> oh, that's so you were signing off of what I was saying. No, no, I, I agree <laughs> with you saying, but you know my sign off already. Like, do I really got to oh, say yeah, it for the people? Do, do, do I got to say it for the people or do I got to say it for the people? You got to say it for the people. I'm going to say it for y'all. Call me the yeah. GOAT, man. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Brian. Uh, and that's best player of all time. That's Stan. Yeah. It's never going to change. Kobe Bryant is the best ever. You're a fool, bro. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the BCG yes, podcast. Yes, yes. And we will be back to uh, drop some more content very, very, very soon. Probably this week. It's not this week. Next, Early next week. But, yeah, we're going to definitely get another episode up. And like I said, Good luck to those quarterbacks that I just Absolutely. The best of luck to all of them. Yep. And thank you, Jetpack, for um Of for course. Thank you. Thank you. Yep.